know, there's one thing that I know. I've been coming to church here for a long time. And there's one thing that I know is that every time we gather together in God's house, he wants to speak a word to us. I'm going to say that one more time. Every time we gather together in God's house, he wants to speak something to us, no matter how small or how big. This morning I got up and I was praying and I've been reading Daniel, the book of Daniel. And I know beyond a shadow of a doubt that he wanted to speak to me about my prayer time. Daniel prayed three times a day. You can read that in Daniel 6. So that told me that I wasn't praying enough. And I know beyond a shadow of a doubt that the Lord told me this morning, I want you to pray more. I want you to pray more. But I want you this morning to kind of just make sure that you're listening to what God wants to say to you. Because I know that he has something special for you. Something special, not that I say, but that I'm going to share with you what the Lord did for me in my life. And, and that, I don't have a sermon this morning. Uh, I just want to share with you uh, about my trial that I went through. I went through a trial this year. It started in February and, uh, and it's still going, but, but it's a lot better now. Uh, but in, in February, I hurt my back and, uh, and all y'all probably know that. And, uh, or a lot of y'all do, some of y'all do, some of you don't. But uh, I never thought that it would be the trial that it had become. Um, I never really had any kind of pain or any kind of uh, depression or any kind of anxiety. And uh, just to be honest with you, I just, we, can, we can be honest in church, right? We might as well be honest in church. If, you know, it, it all just honest in our mind. You know, you don't have to tell me what you're honestly going through, but let's be honest with ourselves. Okay, while we're in here this morning. But honestly, I didn't believe in depression or anxiety or anything like that. I didn't. I just didn't believe in it. And, uh, and I thought that, uh, well, I just, I didn't believe in it. We'll just, we'll leave it right there. And, uh, and uh, back in May, I was supposed to speak on May 19th uh, on my birthday. And, uh, and I thought that I knew what was going on, but anyway, um, let me, I really don't want to share a whole lot more about my trial except my back issues and then some depression issues uh, and then the doctor's not been able to tell me what was wrong with me and, uh, and I believe that's what really discouraged me is because I was going to all these doctors and uh, I'm like, I'm in so much pain. I can't get up off the couch. I'm used to going everywhere in my family. I'm used to going to church on Sundays. I'm used to going to church on Wednesdays. And now I can barely sit through a service without crying, not crying emotionally, but crying uh, pain in my back. And, and that just, it shook my world. You know, it, uh, it just like everything that I did was took away from me. And, uh, and I was beginning to think that I was never going to get it, get it back. I thought I was, I thought I was going to spend the rest of my life on that couch. I felt like that I'd laid on the couch so much, we needed a new couch, okay? And we just had one, we just bought one last summer. That's how much I laid on it. But I was ready to get off the couch. I was ready to go to Walmart with my family. Can you believe that? Can, can you believe that? I was ready to go Walmart with my family. It was, it was, that's pretty bad when you're looking forward to going to Walmart. But anyway, I, wanna, I just wanna share with y'all five things that I learned from my trial. 
Like I said, I had these five things laid out on my phone and there's really about 15 things, but I kind of shortened it about what I wanted to share with you. And, um, and the first thing that I would tell you, you got some slides up there, Zach? First thing I want to tell you is this right here. And, and, and I thought that I had did this, but I hadn't. The first thing I would tell you is don't try to figure God out, okay? God is much bigger than we are. He is much smarter than we are. In Isaiah 55, eight through nine, it says, for my thoughts are not your thoughts, neither are your ways my ways, declares the Lord. As the heavens are higher than the earth, so are my ways higher than your ways and my thoughts than your thoughts. I tried to figure God out. I thought I had faith and I did have faith, but I was still trying to figure out the Almighty's plan and his hand. And I thought, well, he's going to, I'm going to the doctor here and then, and then he's going to heal me here. And then, then I'm going to be able to do this. And it never came. It never came when I thought it was about to. I'd have a doctor's visit. I'd have a shots lined up. You know, I think I went through a couple of rounds of, of back injections and I thought, well, it'll be better this day. I was trying to figure his plan out. I was trying to get others to pray for me and, and say, hey, pray for me that I'm able to do this. Pray for me that I'm able to do this this day. I was trying to figure him out. And I've come to, to realize that you can't figure God out. He, he is so much bigger than we are. He is so much smarter than we are. And I would tell you one thing out of these five things. Don't try to figure his plan out. Don't try to figure it out. I would tell you only trust him. There's an old song, an old hymn that says only trust him. Don't try to figure him out. You may not think you're trying to figure him out, but you might really be like I was. So I would tell you, don't try to figure God out. Just trust him. Trust his plan, no matter how painful it gets. It got painful. And I thought that I would never be able to stand up in front of people and share God's word. I don't like standing up in front of people. I don't. Not one bit. But I do like sharing God's word with people. And I do like sharing what God has done for me. Just to brag on him a little bit. Uh, but I would tell you the first thing is don't try to figure God out. Okay. Then the next thing that I would tell you is, uh, you got that next one? Treasure every moment serving God. Treasure every moment serving God. Sometimes we get tired, don't we? Sometimes we have a job and, and that job is stressful and, and, and we get tired and we get Eel, and we get, and when someone, when, when Brett calls and says, Hey, brother so and so, do you mind to bring some desserts to our fellowship? And we think, oh, Man, if he would have called me during my trial, I would have said, Okay, Brett, I'll bring every dessert in the dessert book. Okay, I'm ready to serve, but I just can't. I can't get off the couch. And I would tell you, treasure every moment 
doing something for the Lord. Because I'm here to tell you, it could be took away from you just like that. It was took away from me. And I was so down and out and and depressed. And it's like, I I can't stand to be away from my church family. You know, me and Angela went to a little shindig last night. It was a a fundraiser for the school. And, uh, and, and, And I didn't like it. I didn't want to go. Okay. And uh, she said, well, we don't have to do this, but about once a year. We don't do it a whole lot. And I was just thinking in my mind, I was thinking, you know, that's good. It was a fundraiser, but I would rather be with my church family. I would rather be doing VBS. Where's Elisa at? Elisa, can we do VBS again this summer? Yeah, she don't like that idea. She didn't like that idea at all. But I just, I, I, tell, I didn't tell her this, but I do a lot of thinking now. I do a lot of thinking and not talking. I used to do more talking than thinking, and that'll get you in trouble, right? Do more talking, you need to do more thinking and less talking. I think that's biblical, okay? But anyway, I do more thinking now. And last night as we was driving home from the shindig, and, and uh, I, s- I still didn't like it, and she kept trying to talk me into it being okay, and I was like, it just, I just didn't like it. And I was thinking in my mind, I'd rather be with my church family. I'd rather be doing something for the Lord uh, with my church family. I just didn't like that. I mean, I just didn't, I just, I just didn't like it. I was ready to get home. But I like doing stuff for my church family. It's a blessing, okay? Y'all give me strength. Y'all give me peace. You give me joy and encouragement when we come together. And I think that's the way it's supposed to be at, at, at God's church. And, uh, and, and I would just tell you to treasure every moment serving God because I believe and I've experienced that it can just be took away from you just like that. And, and I don't know, I mean, it may be, you may have never did anything for the Lord before, but the Lord's putting it on your heart. You need to do this. You need to do this. You need to teach. You need to serve. You need to do something. I would tell you to do it because it'll give you more joy and peace and comfort than about anything in this world is serving the Lord. The Bible says, for even the Son of Man did not come to be served, but to serve and to give his life as a ransom for many. And I'd tell you this right here, we can give our life to the Lord, okay? In service. We give our life in serving him. And it says that he came not to be served, which you think a king would be come to be served, but he come to serve and, and wash nasty feet like he did. But, but I would tell you to treasure every moment serving God. The third thing that I would tell you is to treasure every moment with your family. I love my family and we do a lot of stuff together. And, and I mentioned a while ago, Walmart and and, uh, and we go out to eat a lot and we, we you know, we just do, we're, we're family people. We do stuff together. And, uh, and, and it was just agony and pain when I could not get up just to go, like I said, to Walmart with my family or go to eat with my family or go to church with my family. It was just agony. And, and, and sometimes we take that stuff for granted, don't we? We take the ones that we love for granted. Don't we? And I would just tell you to treasure every moment you have with your family. And then, you know, your family, I know we got some little ones in here, don't we? But they're being pretty good. 
They're not being loud at all. I must be keeping their attention. So treasure even times in church when they're wiggling around and, 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 and moving around, maybe disturbing just a little bit. Treasure those moments because that can be took away pretty quick too. See, I thought that I, I thought that for some reason that I was invincible, okay? Maybe some of the stuff that I've seen on TV that, that happened to other people, it just it never would happen to me. And there may be people out there right now that's had some stuff come in your lives that you thought, I just never thought this would happen. I just feel like God's forgot me. And hey, I had those thoughts too. I thought that he had forgot me. But now I know that he hadn't. He didn't. He never will. Because I see the good stuff that has come out of the trials that the Lord has let me go through. I guarantee you could talk to Angela and say, Angela, can you rattle off four or five things that, that you like that's come from the trials? And I guarantee you she'd say yes. Number one, I like to go to Walmart with her now. So that's, that's the first thing that she can say. That I like to go to Walmart. But I would say treasure every moment with your family. And I'll tell you this right here. Serving the Lord and, tre- and, and time with your family don't have to be separate. Okay? It don't have to be separate. It needs to be put together. You know, you may have a kid that's two. They need to be serving the Lord with you. A lot of these kids that were up here singing, they've been serving the Lord ever since they was one or two years old with their family. And so I tell you to make your family time and your worship time and put them two together. It'll be precious. So I tell you, treasure every moment with your family. And then I'll tell you this, this fourth one that, uh, that I'd like to share with you is, uh, is that people need people. Okay, I used to really think, well, I'm pretty strong and pretty strong mentally and spiritually. And, you know, I need people to help me like move a piece of furniture or something like that. You know, that's it. But I really don't need no help emotionally. I really don't need any kind of help emotionally. Through this trial, the Lord taught me that people need people. Okay, there was several things that happened to me. You know, uh, when, when I hurt my back and kind of got way down, there was people in the church that stepped up and did things for me. Uh, I see a couple of them right here doing, doing things for me and, and different responsibilities that I had that was my responsibility and they had to get done. And it still happened. It still went on. And, and people stepped up to help me. And, and then people stepped up to, to, to do different things in our family. And uh, even, even some of them had to step up and babysit me. And, uh, and that was not fun, but, uh, but I needed them to do that. And they did that. And we do. We need people, don't we? We don't just need people just uh, to help us move a piece of furniture. But we need people emotionally. I think this verse right here, I got to, I got to talking to Brett one day this week and, and he shared this scripture with me. And, and I read it a couple times. It said, when Moses' hands grew tired, they took a stone and put it under him and he sat on it, Aaron and her. 
held his hands up, one on one side, one on the other, so that his hands remained steady till sunset. See, they helped him physically. It don't really talk about it being emotionally, but I think that it had to be emotionally. I think it had to be an emotional thing for Moses also, because uh, he, he was he getting help with his hands, but I believe he was getting help with his emotions too. And that's one of the things that we really don't like to ask help for is emotional things. And sometimes we have to. Did we, uh, did we get that Mr. Rogers thing put on there? Is that on there, Zach? You see, it thinks it's a wonderful day in the neighborhood. No? No? Anyway, uh, I'm not endorsing this movie, okay? But if some of y'all's my age and a little bit older, y'all remember Mr. Rogers? You may remember Mr. Rogers' Neighborhood? I was the type of kid that always kind of made fun of him. You know, with my friends, I'd make fun of Mr. Rogers, and that was ugly. I shouldn't have did that, but I did. But there is a trailer out for a Mr. Rogers movie. Now, listen, I'm not endorsing this movie. I don't know what kind of rating it's got. I don't know what kind of language it's got, but the trailer ministered to me. Okay, the trailer ministered to me because there was a point in there where this guy was interviewing the real Mr. Rogers, Fred Rogers. And he, and he, and, and Mr. Rogers, I didn't really know this, but his show was made to help people emotionally. Okay. And then there was this one thing that he said to this guy. He said, Hey, sometimes people need help and that's Okay. And that ministered to me. And I wanted to tell you that sometimes people need help emotionally. And that's okay. God understands. I called Brett one day this week and I said, you know, I'm listening to this song and I'm singing it. Uh, and it talks about praising the Lord during the storms. And I got, I got to feeling guilty. Because during my trial, I tried to praise the Lord. And I just couldn't. I mean, I could do it with my lips, but I just couldn't within my heart. And I, and I confessed that to him. I thought, well, I'm going to be speaking Sunday. I better confess some stuff. No, not really. But I told him and I was thinking about it. And, and I said, do, do you think, I mean, I said, I just feel so guilty because I was not able to praise the Lord during my trial. Man, he said something that just made me weep. He didn't give me no scripture. He said this. Yeah, he understands. He understands. And I had these thoughts. I always try to find a scripture for something that I'm going to say. But sometimes there's not always a scripture for everything that you want to share. Sometimes you got to look at God's character. Does that make sense? There's not always a scripture for what you're going through to give you peace in your life. Sometimes you have to look at God's character and how he's treated people in the past. That makes sense? Man, that's good. That's good. God's character. But most of the time there is scripture in there to help you with whatever you're going through. 
So people need people. And this last thing that I would share with you, and this, this last thing has probably made the biggest impact on my Christian walk, my Christian life. And I would tell you this right here. Never, ever judge other people's trials. Never, ever judge other people's trials. I told you earlier that, uh, that before February, I, I would have not really uh, believe in depression and anxiety and, and things like that. I just really didn't believe in it. You know, uh, I was the type of person about, well, you know, you just need to read the scripture, you need to pray, and then everything will be okay. And that's the way I really thought. But then I was the one that couldn't hardly catch my breath. I was the one that uh, my my heart was about to beat out my chest. I was the one going through that. And I'm like, wait a minute, I don't even believe in this. But I seen that it was real. And, uh, and I remember somebody telling me, said, hey, you know, what you're going through, it will expand your ministry. I wasn't interested in that. All I was interested in was my back quitting hurting so I could get off the couch and go to Walmart. <laughs> Not really. I wanted to come back and be with y'all. But we don't ever need to look at somebody else's trials and say, hey, that's not real. They just need to do this. They just need to do that. Because everybody's trials are different, ain't they? God has a purpose for each and every one of us in here. And he's going to do whatever he wants to do, whatever he needs to do to get us to where he wants us to be. And everybody's not the same. So I guarantee you next time that somebody comes up to me and says, hey, I'm so anxious and worried that I can't get my breath. I'm going to sit down and put my arms around them and say, hey, I know what it feels like. I can't say I don't know what it feels like anymore because I can. And the guy was right. It did expand my ministry and I'm able to sympathize. We need more sympathy, don't we? My wife always told me that. There's another thing she's right about is I needed more sympathy and I have more now. And I just tell you that, that whatever God's got you going through, he really does have a plan and purpose for it. As much as you don't want to hear that right now, he's got a purpose and plan for it and he'll be with you all the way through. And he knows where you're at. So I just tell you these things right here. Don't try to figure God out. Treasure every moment serving God because it could go away just like that. Amen. Treasure every moment with your family. Go to Walmart with them. People need people. Don't be afraid to share your emotions with people. Let me tell you something. Whatever you, I, I'll listen. How, I don't care how crazy you think it sounds. I think I'm a nut now. I really do. Nothing you can tell me would, would make me think bad of you. I'll listen to you. People need people emotionally. And then the, the last thing, never judge other people's trials. It's real to them. No matter how unreal it sounds, it's real to them. 
Let's pray. Lord, we just come to you this morning and, and I thank you so much for, Lord, what you do for us and, and doing our Christian lives and our Christian walks. And, and Lord, no matter what we go through, Father, Lord, you are with us. No matter how, how much it hurts, no matter how uh, much pain there is, Lord, you're with us. And Lord, I know that there's people here that don't understand why they're going through what they're going through. And they're hurting. There's people hurting here. I believe there is. But I just pray, Heavenly Father, Lord, that they would feel your calling. Lord, they would feel what you want to speak to them. And I know for a lot of them, it's you saying, it's okay. You understand. You understand what we go through. You understand our emotions, Lord. And Lord, there may be people here that's hearing this and they've never accepted you as a personal Savior. I pray for them, Lord, that they would, that they would know that it's time to accept you. That it, it's, it's time to stop running from you because we can't run from you. Lord, in your word, it says if we go to the heavens, you're there. If we go below, you're there. You're everywhere. I just pray, Heavenly Father, Lord, that you administer it in each heart that's here, each person that's here. Lord, and if they need you, Lord, that they would come, they would come to this altar, Lord, and that they would just pour their heart out with you, Lord, and find their need met in you this morning. And I pray all this in Jesus' name. Amen.